First of all, so glad to have you here for our final session in this Winter Lunch and Learn series. And again, I know we've had um, more people that have been kind of watching the replay afterwards. And so welcome if you're here live and welcome if you're watching this um, on replay. My name is Melissa Mackey. I'm the Director of Faith and Work Chicago. Uh, and the series that we've been in for the past month, we've called Invested in the City, How Gospel Transformation Takes Root Industry by Industry. Uh, at the start of kind of a new year, we really wanted to pull back and take a look at the big picture of what God is doing in Chicago. I think sometimes we're aware of kind of small pockets of God's work or maybe in our churches or different ministries that we're connected to. But we wanted to, to ask some questions about just big issues that plague our cities and violence, education, economics, justice. And so for the past four weeks, we've had the privilege of hearing from the leaders of Together Chicago who are working in these different areas. Uh, last week, we had Reverend Elvin Bibbs talking about gospel justice centers. And I know that I have been thinking about that all week. So encouraged by learning more about what's going on there. And then just the other day, a friend texted that she was listening to uh, Bishop Peacher, who spoke the week before that. Um, and yeah, she said that she was just in tears, um, learning more about the work that he's doing and in, in, uh, um, uh, peacemaking. Um, so if you've missed any of our sessions, I would so encourage you to go back and listen. I think you'd be um, be really, uh, your faith will be bolstered um, as well as challenged. So uh, you can find those on our website and listen to those at any time. Uh, just a brief background as we get started together, Chicago began toward the end of 2016, really as gun violence in Chicago was reaching its highest levels in 20 years. A uh, group of area businessmen and women faith in the faith community, uh, nonprofit and civic um, sectors met to explore a common question that they were asking about, is there more that we can that can be done to address the root causes of, of the level of violence that uh, was being experienced? And so even though they were recognizing that the, the challenges in Chicago are really complex, have been developing over decades, there is some strategic action that could be taken um, to create collective impact uh, and really believing that the gospel has something to say about that. So through those conversations, Together Chicago launched in the fall of 2017, um, and they're currently engaged in those five focus areas that we've been mentioning, economic development, violence reduction, gospel justice, faith community mobilization, and we're going to get to talk about education today. So the vision is really to renew Chicago together with churches, businesses, community leaders, government officials, and inspire hope within the communities that they're serving. So our final week today, we have the privilege of hearing from Damian Howard. He is the Director of Education Initiatives for Together Chicago. And I'm gonna let Damian tell you a little bit more about himself, but just a heads up where we're going. Uh, Damian's gonna share for a bit. Uh, we'll have some time for q and I know he would love uh, to, to get your questions and interact. So if you have any as we're going along, you can feel free to drop those in the chat, um, but we'll also um, have some space at the end where you can ask uh, directly as well. Um, so without further ado, Damien, thank you so much for being with us and I uh, look forward to turning it over to you. Melissa, what an amazing introduction of Together Chicago. And I am just immensely excited to be with all of you all today. I have to start with an apology. I have to tell all of you all that I am so, so, so very deeply sorry. I tell my team members all the time, never have me follow Alvin Bibbs with anything because Alvin comes to the table, y'all, with so high level energy and I'm an energy guy myself too, but I never have been able to fully capture um, or achieve a level of energy that Alvin brings to the table. So I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all were expecting another iteration and or another home run round of Ah, ah, go energy. Uh, I might not necessarily get you there. Um, however, I'm so fascinated by an opportunity that we all have today to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to invigorate our minds to dream of what does it look like for the body of Christ, the church, capital T, capital C, to be mobilized towards the end and for the sake of us engaging with these schools, making positive impact with kids and their families, understanding that schools are the gateway and a portal to the community. So as we think of and as we pray about what 
it looks like to make gospel impact, gospel-oriented, gospel-inspired impact in the city of Chicago. What I am desiring deeply to really help us to orient our brains around today is in what way, shape, or form can we afford ourselves to be made available for the sake of education impact that can lend itself once more to bringing transformation uniquely to our city and to our communities, understanding that all of the needs that all of us care about when we're looking at the news and we're hearing about violence, when we hear about how more young people and adults alike are engaging in activities to try to numb their pain, numb the dynamics of this pandemic that seems like it's never ending, Hey, like all of those things, guess what? They show up in our local schools. So when we say we're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, we're called to be living epistles, an open book that speaks even without us speaking. I come to tell you all today, trying to do my best Alvin Bibbs impression. <laughs> That us serving these schools, you all, gives us a fascinating opportunity for us to be who God has called us to be, who Christ inspired, um, I believe, who Christ inspires us through his word and through his lived example and experience, um, all of us to be. I also want to say before I share my screen here, uh, just what's up to two of my friends who are in this space, Michael and Cliff, it's always good to see you all's name um, and to be able to share space with you. As was already said, Together Chicago aspires to be a catalyst for lasting transformation in the city of Chicago. And ultimately, we believe that the work we are doing is going to impact positive change when it comes to the violence in uh, different dynamics, um, abysmal dynamics that are taking place in our city. Specifically with our education sector, we are empowering primarily mentors and tutors with an aspiration for the church to be mobilized as these mentors, as these tutors, to adopt pre-K through 12 Chicagoland schools. We're also building partnerships with other nonprofits towards an end, even though we don't fully understand how this is gonna happen, but we're bold enough to trust God that he's gonna to help to give us strategy. And he's doing that even as we speak, that these partners are gonna be a part of transformation, excuse me, education transformation for the city of Chicago. We're literally, as we speak, and this isn't even including all of our partners, but with the work that Together Chicago is doing through some of the initiatives that I'm going to share in a moment here, uh, we're making positive impact for over 2,000 kids in the city of Chicago this school year. I know you all's mics are muted, but as was stated, I am a collective energy guy. I am a hit the chat, let me know what you're feeling type of guy. That is a praise point right there, I, be I believe with without any doubt. Because, hey, as we're engaging with these kids, as we're seeing impact, I don't care how minimal the impact is, we are growing influence in the city of Chicago and building relationships that allows us uniquely through the education sector to be a part of Together Chicago's mission once more to be a catalyst for lasting change and impact in our city. As was already stated, tutoring and mentoring are two primary initiatives, but I'm very excited to also share you all that an initiative that really took off during the pande pandemic is our adult support sector of our work. You see there that we're providing evidence-based social and emotional learning and mentor training for parents, for staff, and community-based mentors. And in fact, this second week, um, the second week of every month, which, ha which happens to be this week, is the week whereby on Tuesdays, I'm having parent champions meetings. Wednesdays, I'm meeting with school leaders. On Thursdays, we're meeting with 50 plus Atler interns and there's massive space for us to have the church to join these meetings as well as we continue to explore and think through what does it look like that as a community, we're, we're, we're growing a village around these schools to help meet needs and help to execute the vision of these school leaders. And as you all saw on that intro slide, it's all about collaboration towards this end of us making positive impact and even experiencing transformation, I would say, with the education sector. A little data as far as, and it's a little dated because we're constantly moving and constantly growing. 
but approximately 37 schools with our work. You see partner organizations we're working with, churches that have been onboarded through some of our catalytic initiatives. I'm excited to share you all that with you all that concept in a moment. 50 plus interns and then parents across this city who are being impacted by our work. Look at this map for a moment. This map represents the schools that we are currently in and gives a graphic as far as where Together Chicago currently partners with school with an aspiration of having at least one church connected to these schools as well. Hey, you see that this is an opportunity zone or what is labeled as because uh, I give God just the praise and the glory for the partnerships that already exist, but this should be twofold. This should be threefold. We should be, uh, if, this, if Bishop Peacher were to say it, I promise, uh, this is probably why that friend was in tears because Bishop Peacher just has an immense level of faith, even to the point when I came on this team, he said, Damien, we want every school in the Chicagoland area partner with the church. Literally, there are schools across this city, there are churches even more plentiful than the schools in the city. We have an amazing opportunity to see the body of Christ show up, adopt these schools so that you see here on this screen, we can do an intentional work of loving our neighbors that are in the Chicagoland communities. I'm excited that at the center of all of Together Chicago's work, we focus on faith mobilization, literally saying that we're convening together. You all are familiar with our annual prayer initiative through Chicagoland United in Prayer, but going beyond prayer and leaning into activity in the education sector is one of those ways that we lean into activity. We have these things, if Doc Feuder was here before me, you all are familiar at this point with our seasonal rhythms. Uh, on the outside of this particular graphic, you see all of these, again, here's the language, catalytic events that we have in place for the education sector. Uh, you see coming up here very soon is our Love Our Schools Friend Raiser. During the summer, connected to Hands Across Chicago, we're going to have our Love Our Schools Day. I'm excited about that cafe that's coming up in the fall. And a kind of cool thing, and I think this should be 2023, but it's all good. We just ask for grace in this space, and we're all to the good. So with this winter event, uh, we do the citywide prayer piece. But the next time that prayer event comes around, the goal and the aspiration is that all of the principals, the families, the students that we connected to through spring engagement, summer engagement, and fall engagement, we want you all to show up at this winter event. We want you all to be engaged in prayer with us as we pray for and with the city. Because we all here understand that, yes, we want to help to meet foundational needs. We want to help people to feel more safe, to feel more secure, a sense of below belonging. We want to lift up and celebrate the agency, the voice of the people from these communities. We understand and we want to get a better understanding of their perspective. But at the end of the day, we understand that sustainable, eternal change happens when gospel impact and gospel influence is made in the lives of people. Oh, and that's another time that y'all could have hit the chat with it. Amen. Oh, a hallelujah. <laughs> Some type of engagement to let your brother know that you all are with me today. So again, that grandiose aspiration after all of our engagement, these catalytic events during the school year is the next time we have a prayer event that folks who show up to that prayer event are going to represent all of the schools that we're partnering with across the city of Chicago. All right, um, here, here is a little bit more about our catalytic event. And by the way, before we started this session today, I hit the chat with the link um, to this slide deck. Melissa, can you just please reshare that link so that the people um, who have come in will have access to this? One of the reasons why I want that link reshared is because even as you all see here, there's a hyperlink uh, to a registration for the next event coming up. And I just want you all to be able to go back and look at the different particulars of this slide deck. And if anything piques your interest, let's talk more about it. What is a catalytic event? Well, a catalytic event says that, and this comes from you all, years of experience of me trying to onboard, particularly 
people of faith to get into these schools, roll up your sleeves, let's do the work. Our babies, our families need us. And it's just like, yeah, that's dope. But what the pandemic told me is that if we don't start with relationships, if there's not a deepening of learning of each other, if we're just showing up in a transactional manner, anything can happen that can immediately erode whatever that connection is if there's not re relational glue, relational connectivity there. So what we're doing is saying, hey, let's just take a slower, more methodical, loving approach and invite schools, invite partners. And when I show you all that pie, you will see more holistically who we want to invite to the table to cast vision for us wrapping a village around these schools, understanding the vision of that principle and saying that we are here with you to help meet that vision, to help exceed expectations, understanding that schools are a portal and a gateway to the community. And we believe as the body of Christ that we're called to love our neighbors. And we know partnering with school affords us an opportunity to do that. The Friendraiser event, the last one you all see, we did it in 2019 pre-pandemic, affords us an opportunity to not just sit down and talk to people about ways that Together Chicago shows up to support churches and schools and anybody who wants to be a part of this work, but it's more of an experiential endeavor. Some of the folks who are on this call actually were there in 2019 with me. Let me look at this picture. I think I might even be able to have a Michael sighting. I think that might be Michael right there. He's probably <laughs> somewhere here. But anyway, long and short, the next one that's coming up is going to be April 29th this year. And we're asking um, people from churches, people from schools, people from government entities, can we just attend this event together? We're going to cast some vision. We're going to give some updates as far as impact that has been made all across the city this year as folks were showing up to serve children. But beyond that, it's going to be an initial event to say, hey, what could it look like for us to do this more with that local school right down the street and or for some of us um, who are in the suburbs who have aspirations to just see more gospel influence and impact, even if that church, excuse me, that school isn't down the street, there are ways that we together can lean in intentionally to be a blessing to what the Holy Spirit is doing in the city of Chicago through our education initiatives. Moving on to the summer, um, many of you all are familiar with Hands Across Chicago. It's a graphic from previous Hands Across Chicago experiences that we've had literally in 77 communities, all of the communities across the city of Chicago, folks are being mobilized every summer to do um, city prayer in the night. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing prayer in the corner. They're um, having gospel concerts outside. Um, all of this for the people of Christ to have a presence. Well, the kickoff this year to Hands Across Chicago and this graphic um, is from our last Love Our Schools Day. But the kickoff this year is going to be our Love Our Schools Day. So basically on May 27th, the Friday before Memorial Day, uh, we're basically saying, hey, let's kick off hands across Chicago and all 77 communities by showing an act of service and love to our schools. Catalytic events. Do you all hear me? It's not that we're going to overly commit to doing this whole elaborate mentoring initiative or this other thing. Can we just start? fostering and or deepening relationship by simply showing up to serve, all right? And one of the opportunities, again, for us to do that is going to be through Love Our Schools Day that is going to coalesce and be connected to Hands Across Chicago this summer. Um, can can y'all tell I'm excited about this work? Hopefully y'all can. <laughs> when our Winter Prayer 2023 uh, rolls around again, I'm so excited that I trust and believe we're going to have teachers, students, family, all families, all joining us for prayer. I feel like I'm kind of blitzing through this. Um, and some of that is with some intentionality because I want to leave time for Q&A. Um, bear with me a second. I want to take a squig of water. All right. Let me see. I feel like I skipped something that I really think is important. All right, here it is. There's an organization. Oh, wait, before we get there, why well, didn't get, I didn't, I don't feel like I talked about the cafe. So I want to talk about the cafe. So Love Our Schools Cafe and a lot of these catalytic events you see have nomenclature or labeling of Love Our Schools. 
the Love Our Schools Cafe is going to come around in the fall and all of that kind of coincides with our rhythms that you all see here. The fall rhythm focuses on building relationships. So as such, the education sector is going to have our cafe in the fall. And by the way, uh, there's an organization called School Connect Arizona, uh, whereby we are um, getting this model from the, from the impact that School Connect has. Hear me not only in Phoenix, Arizona, where they started, but based on them leveraging catalytic events, convening the city for gospel influence and impact, School Connect now has hundreds of schools in their pipeline across the entire state. Now, I venture to believe that what we're talking about here has the ability to have that level of influence but can we just start with across the city of Chicago, just really seeing God move as the body of Christ comes together to support these schools. Now, this cafe event is so special. You see that three things happen in the cafe. Number one, local leaders meet together from the church, from the school and other entities that I'll speak, speak to in a minute. They come together. And then number two, they come together so that they can discover common goals. And then after we understand what that visionary of that school desires uh, to see um, transpire in their school environment, what their vision is, and as we commit to helping to support that vision, you see number three. By the time we get to number three, we're holding up our cell phone and we're taking a ussy together because it's just like, hey, we are in this thing together. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the camaraderie. And I'm loving the fact that this school leader does never, never again has to feel like they are isolated and without a vision because the people of God mobilize from all sectors of society to say that we are with you. Step three, we're going to serve in the most meaningful ways. So getting gathering some clarity and a vision for what this um, village serving together looks like, that happens at the cafe. The cafe is a catalytic event that by the time we get to the cafe, it's like, okay, let's sit down and now let's start talking about some initiatives. Now we can start talking about mentoring. Now we can start talking about tutoring. Now we can talk about what does it look like for us to partner with GRIP, the school that's already in this school? What does it look like for us to partner with Young Life or with Child Evangelism Fellowship? Some of the nonprofits that are already in the schools that a volunteer base can come alongside in order for us to grow the influence with these existing partnerships. I'm loving how School Connect, an organization that has influence across their entire state, is helping me to understand that our opportunity is not just to connect churches or somebody from the church with the school, but it has to be more expansive and it has to be more visionary than that. And this is based on their experience and impact that was made from them doing this work over the last six years. Where's the business leader and or individuals from the business sector that are saying we're a part of this village? The faith leader, of course. Where are the parents? Pivotal, pivotal pieces of this pie. Community leaders, school leaders, student leaders, government leaders, all sectors of society represented and at the table to say we are a village that's going to make sure that no child is left behind, not on my watch. I see what's going on in society. I care for my community. I care for Chicago, even if I don't consider it my community. And we are going to do something to stand up and rise up as agents of change. A goal we have this school year is that we're going to have more mentors. A goal we have this school year is that as we continue to engage, we're going to positively impact. You know my word. We're going to bring transformation to the culture of the schools that have this village in existence. And the school impact is going to be a blessing and touch Chicago communities. We're also going to ultimately get to a place where we can do a better job of tracking the academics of the students because an organization that I follow very closely Castle, the Collaborative for Academic and Social Emotional Learning, has already proven that once you can improve the culture of classrooms, improve the culture and climate of schools, that academics will begin to soar, attendance and all of the other key metrics that are kept up with in schools. I want to end with this slide. Uh, let me see what my time is like. I want to end with this slide. Maybe a story first. <laughs> 
So you all, I already stated that, and this is a lot of copy paste right here. So grammatical and stuff. Y'all, I need a, a layer of grace. I get that from Alvin Bibbs, a layer of grace. It is all good. I was able two weeks ago to attend the 2022 School Connect Summit that took place at Grand Canyon University um, in Phoenix, Arizona. And when I was at that summit, I just became overwhelmed with this sense of opportunity that we have. Who do I mean by we? Everybody who's on this call and the communities that we represent, we have a massive opportunity to be hands and feet of Christ, salt and light to the earth, and particularly city of Chicago. I was overwhelmed by that. So when I came back, I was just like, we got to do something because the pandemic is not only negatively impacting children, which should be enough to be like, let's get up and let's do something. It's not only impacting parents, trauma is being massively experienced and felt by teachers. And if our teachers are experiencing a high level of trauma with all of these pandemic dynamics and our parents, hey, how, let me say it this way, it's gonna be that much harder is going to halt the acceleration of our kids being able to overcome and trek beyond how this pandemic um, has plagued them. So I came back and I said, hey, we got all of these schools. If you look at our whole organization, including our partners, 70 plus schools, that's going to overwhelm you, Damien. So I said, can I just select and identify eight schools? Reach out to those school leaders and say, we are here to help. I don't know who all of we is. I don't know where we're going to get all the help from, but I please believe I reached out to these schools. And let me say it again. We are here to help. <laughs> I heard things like this. Damien, we got four students who are wheelchair bound, who don't have coats, hats, and scarves. And sometimes they're getting on buses that don't have heat. You mean to tell me with cognizance and an understanding of this dynamic that we can't figure that out right away? No, we can figure that out. Who is we? Who, who, who does we include? Everybody who's on this call and everybody we represent. I got things like, man, we want to have a girls basketball team, but we can't afford gym shoes for them. I started hearing things like from one of our school partners, and I'll actually name him because some of you all might know him, and he's a dear brother of mine, Matt Hamstra, who leads... Um, a high school, he reached out and said, Damien, we need some mentors, not next school year, not next week, not, excuse me, not next month. Right now, we don't know how all of this is going to work out, but we're believing that the church can help us to meet immediate needs in our school building. All of the schools, we need something to improve the morale and rapport with the adults who are in this building. They are burned out. They are hurting. They are burdened. And their burden is being transferred to these babies. I don't know if you all saw it on social media. And I probably need to kick this habit. Mike and I, Michael and I are part of a mastermind group and it's helping us, you know, with uh, our, our patterns in the morning and thing, things of that nature. And I know I shouldn't be getting up looking at this phone first thing, but I still do it every day. And today just so happens, I saw a brawl that was taking place at one of these suburban schools, suburban high schools, um, that historically has been a decent school. Y'all, it is, it's some stuff going on. And I just venture to believe that we can at least be part of the answer, but possibly we can be the antidote. Uh, to immediate needs that are in our society that show up in all of these schools starting today, starting right now. Let us pray. Oh, Lord God. Oh, Lord God. Oh, Lord God. We're so grateful that perspective allows us to not embrace this conversation in a heavy you know, burden, burdensome way. <laughs> no, God. Thank you that by your spirit, we have the opportunity to receive your peace that surpasses understanding. Because with that peace, we can sustain our joy. 
and we can sustain an optimistic, optimistic perspective. First of all, that your spirit is already at work in these schools, flowing through these communities, inspiring creativity upon the hearts and minds of these your servants. Thank you, God, that by your spirit, we engage in this conversation with, a, with an, a massive sense of encouragement, with an abundant sense of your grace and your favor. Father God, and a splendid expectation that you will continue to move, that you will continue to move. So I ask God, without me having to make a specific call to action, that you would touch hearts, that you would touch minds, not in a way that leaves people feeling as if I gotta feel guilt or shame, because I don't believe in this moment, God, even as we pray and believe that those thoughts and those sentiments are coming from you, but from you, God, ah, we want to be encouraged. We want to be lifted up. We want to feel motivated that for such a time as this, these, your people called God by you, given purpose and created on purpose, have an ability to be a part of your tremendous work in the earth. Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide here and in our lives. And we will forever be careful to give you the praise, glory, and honor that you deserve. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Damien, thank you so much. I think, you know, as we continue to just hear about what God is doing in these different sectors of, of our city and society, it, it's just such an incredible reminder that God has his people and he He has the church um, there to to. to accomplish his purposes. And so it's such a reminder that, um, yeah, what God is doing in, in our schools, but, but that there's huge need and that we all have opportunity to, to be part of, of, of that, about part of God's work. It's an opportunity to enter in. And so, yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Um, I'd love to, I probably have some, I have some questions I could ask, but I'd, I'd love to open it up. And, um, if anybody has a question, feel free to, to jump off mute and, uh, ask Damien any questions you might have or thoughts you have. Hey, Damien, thanks. Thanks for sharing. I would, I, I, there's so many yeah, kind of questions coming to mind, but I would love to hear a little bit about um, how you ended up in this space. What, what, what has brought you to, to kind of the role that you're in? And um, yeah, I would be curious to hear a little bit more of, of your, your personal story. 17 years old, um, I had an opportunity to serve um, in the special education department of my high school, Argo Community High School near 63rd in Harlem, for those of you all who might be familiar with that area. Mom moved me out of the city to the suburbs because she wanted to create better opportunities. And again, I landed at Argo. Around that time, the one thing that I was sure of as far as next steps beyond high school is that I wasn't going to college. However, when I served in the special education sector of my school, I had an opportunity to find out where um, our star running back from our football team was throughout the school day. He wasn't in classes with me, definitely wasn't in my honors classes. Um, Dante is his name. He was in the special education department, separated, segmented, excluded. And something in me was like, that ain't right. <laughs> so uh, that was the first highlight. Fast forward to 2017, 2018, working as a special education teacher at Crane High School. Um, I literally hit a wall. Uh, just imagine my head full speed ahead, hitting this wall behind me. It was like, doof. Um, it was more of a spiritual, um, emotional thing. And I just felt a sense that God was saying this to me. At that time, I had had about a decade of experience as a minister. I have an MDF and then also um, obviously as an educator. And when I hit that wall and I just started processing, and by that time, I was a part of these groups that were actually a group of men and convenings that were actually helping me to process through where God would have me in my life and actually um, helped to really just challenge me like Damien are are you are you fully living into who God has made you to be that abundance that he um, that 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 he that, that he tells us we have access to in scripture and, and I just was overwhelmed with a sense that I'm not I'm having an amazing time at Crane High School I'm loved and I love hard here in the school both ways um, but God has gifted me. He has given me capacity. And hear this part. He's literally 
put the people around me um, whereby we have an opportunity. Y'all heard that word about 20 times and during my time uh, for us to really do something special in the city of Chicago. It's been an ongoing task. It's been an ongoing endeavor of me just building up my own confidence, getting beyond my own sense of lack, my own sense of I'm a victim and all of these things, my own sense of uh, am I worthy because my father didn't deem me to be worthy, like all of that type of stuff, getting over that and really embracing, for lack of a better word, that beast, you hear me, that God has placed inside of me to come to this city, to be able to come to calls like this and without even making a call to action to say it's time for us to go, it's time for the church to move. So implicit in me giving that answer, I hope I addressed your question. <laughs> Margaret, I'm Again, loving a, the, 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 the smile vibes that you're giving me here. So, hey, just know it's, it's felt. I had to call that out. I'm sorry. I cut somebody off. Nope. Margaret's got, she's got a good smile. Um, uh, there's a question in the chat. Just um, if you could talk more about what a uh, call to action um, uh, about the catalytic events. Is there a need for people to show up? Is there a need for more consistent mentoring and partnership opportunities? What are some, um, yeah, some of those specific things that, uh, that we can engage with? I think the best way that I can do this is to bring a graphic back up on the screen here. The people who are on this call, to some extent, likely represent a part of this pie. Many of you all who are on this call, even if I were to put up our map of existing schools that we're already in, you might be in close proximity to one of those schools. And guess what? Even if you're not, you can be a part of this pie, period. So yeah, let's call to action number one, that as we have these different catalytic events, I want you to have this pie in the back of your mind and continue to ask yourself, what slice of this pie do I represent? What slice, what slice of this pie do I exert a level of influence in whereby I'm gonna identify my school I'm going to identify my clusters of schools and I'm going to stand up and raise up as the business leader there. But for all of these other 70 schools that Damien's connected to, we don't even got to talk about citywide. Let's focus on the 70 right now. Right. I got 60 other 69 other business leaders within my network that can listen. Listen, what can we do with those business leaders? We can continue to ask these questions. I venture to believe and I'm going to say Cliff name just because I know Cliff. Cliff knows some people who can give some gloves and some hats and scarves and some coats to babies that's out here cold, right? If I were to just really lean in and ask Michael, like, Michael, we got to get these mentors. Michael doesn't have these answers that's top of mind. But what Michael has already proven to me, that he's a friend who's willing to take a call with me and explore these things together. Because even though Michael's never seen, maybe he's seen this pie before, but he, he's never heard me talk about this pie as it pertains to Damien's having like a, a sense of this pie for my life, Michael's a part of that pie, um, you know, uh, to, to just help us to meet certain ends. Uh, so here's the point. For all of the schools that we're partnering with, 70 plus if you include Young Life, CEF, and other organizations, we need to identify where and who are these champions with each sector of this pie and get them mobilized. How do we get them mobilized? It starts with these catalytic events. The next one that's coming up is our fundraiser. And here's the point. Here's the point. For uh, Melissa already put the, the fundraiser link um, in the chat. And oh, God help me. Too often we can convince ourselves out of a thing because we need to overly understand it before we commit. Yeah, I didn't do a, gr a great job today because that wasn't my task of going into all of the details of the fundraiser. I didn't, but what I prefer to do contrarily is to create some vision for you all that that doesn't matter. We're building this pie. I'm asking you to show up. Here's an opportunity to join one event. Just register for the event. Let's go. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and at some point, I got to do a better job of casting some vision, letting y'all know all of the details of the fundraiser. Let's just get registered. Let's just say, and you might not even necessarily know what sector of this pie, and I'm making a strong call to action for you all specifically right now, and, and, and I didn't intend to show up to do that because you all, especially since my whole team has been here, maybe you've already committed to 
uh, thinking through how God might use you in another sector. So uh, let me pause to say, I don't want anybody to feel any sense of compulsion, but let me say this, that if the Holy Spirit, hear me, is tugging on your heart to say, there's something about what Damien is saying right now that uh, you need to lean into, come to the friend raiser. Let that be a first small step. Don't let yourself overthink all of the dynamics. Just show up. And when you show up, God will meet us there. Thanks, Damien. Yeah, other questions, Cliff? Did you have a question? Oh, oh Damien, oh, wonderful to see you. I always, I, always. I wish I could bottle your enthusiasm and we wish we could clone you. I, I, <laughs> just one thing goes through my mind is just remembering when you did talk to our Church Holy Trinity several years ago, uh, do you do any of that anymore? What I'm thinking is uh, a, a way of, uh, I just think if, you could pay us a visit or others and just come in with, here's the challenge uh, and then here's what you can do. And then, and then just have some specific ways people could sign up. Uh, maybe, I don't know how it would, what it would look like exactly, but um, I know uh, you're gonna reach people. And um, I also know you're only one guy. So you can't be everywhere and you can't do everything, but I'm just thinking we just have a relatively small group on this call, but sort of other ways that, and maybe you're already doing things like that. You have an awful lot of partners, so you can't be everywhere, but just, just, just a thought. Yeah, Cliff, I, I, I appreciate everything you said. And um, again, it's just good to see you, sir. Um, here, here's the <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, here's the point. Um, Cliff said it. this God-sized vision does not happen if it is restricted to Damien's physical presence. So my immediate answer to what Cliff said is absolutely tell me when I'm there. But the reality is there's only so much of me to go around. So as I continue to think through an effective model for this work, and Michael's heard me use this language several times, I'm consistently thinking of who is, and this is language that School Connect uses as well, who is the local champion? Who is that person at the school that can invest with this work or, or invest with me relationally? And then be that person that has at least enough clarity, at least enough sense of the vision that they go to Holy Trinity, that they push open the doors at Will High School or whatever the school that's closer to you all schools and say, and, and say this, we're here. We're here to serve. We're going to literally walk with you all through that process, especially as you show up to these catalytic events. They're all intentional towards the end of supporting our champions who serve as local leaders. That's great. I, I really appreciated hearing uh, how you're partnering with some of these other organizations as well. I know uh, our community group has been has had a connection with Wells High School in, in Noble Square. I live right across the street from them. Um, and so, yeah, ways that, that we can see all of this, you know, work come together under under the banner of, of, uh, of the church and, and, and what Christ is doing in our city. Um, can you talk more about what mentoring has looked like or, or how that has been, um, you know, yeah, how, how you bring in mentors, what, what that looks like, or maybe that's different, different by school? Well, yeah, I um, didn't have opportunity to say that I actually started a company and the company's name has morphed to SEL Plus. And uh, this company partners with Together Chicago for our mentoring initiatives. As I stated um, a moment ago, this is my week whereby I'm gonna be having coaching all week for parent champions, what I call school champions and neighborhood champions. So, and we have very, let me say this, there's minimal, close to no participation um, from the church with this work right now. The, 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 the churches are showing up to do, you know, partake in these catalytic events, but as far as just like getting to the point of, being committed to initiatives, showing up for coaching, 
um, and being engaged in that way, it just isn't happening. Uh, so I just wanna, wanted to call that out. Um, but yeah, through this organization, SEL Plus, um, I literally have a curriculum and I have a coaching process that for any mentors that raise their hand, particularly saying that I wanna be a champion, um, within my church environment or within my school environment or parent community, uh, we're going to work alongside that champion. And for parents and then also school staff, there's a stipend that comes along uh, with that for our local leaders and local champions. Um, and when you say mentoring, yes, the shape and form of mentoring looks vastly different in every school uh, because these mentor figures that are infused and empowered with social emotional learning practices are simply asked to get great clarity on who you're going to partner with in that school. Typically, it's a teacher, social worker, counselor. Um, get great clarity on when you show up, this is your objective and what impact we're asking you to make. And then at that point, we need you to show up as a servant. Sometimes the servitude looks like you're going to be helping with one plus one equals two. Uh, sometimes servitude means, uh, it, particularly if you're co collaborating with GRIP and, and their efforts, uh, that you might be helping out in the cafeteria and things of that nature. But my job and my role is for mentor figures uh, to help through our process, starting with catalytic events. And then when we sit, at, sit down at the table at the cafe to have great clarity concerning, again, the vision and the needs that exist in that school and how we can continue to be coached and mobilized to support those needs. That's great. Are there other questions? Uh, any other thoughts you have for Damian or questions you have for him? It was really helpful to, um, yeah, just give us, uh, I think that picture reminder of, of what's going on in, in our schools right now. Uh, I know not all of us, maybe many of us here don't have kids that are, are in CPS or, um, uh, in the school system right now. And uh, it's easy for me not to think about the, yeah, I've been just kind of despair um, and burnout that you talked about, the support that's that's needed uh, for our teachers and, um, and school administrators. So I even just appreciate, um, yeah, kind of being called to, to look beyond, um, you know, what I see even as I, as I walk out my door and see Wells High School, think about what's going on behind those walls and the support um, that they could, that they could use and, and what the church um, you know, what the body of Christ can, can do to be a support. Um, that's good. It's good. Michael's got a question. Uh, what would you say are the top two things, uh, that could get in the way of the goals or vision, um, that God has put before you this year? Um, Michael's partaking in the lunch part. I think a lot of people are doing that. That's great. Um, yeah. And any things that I, I think that help us to know how to, how to be praying, um, for the work that you're, you're doing. Number one, resources. Um, sometimes when there is, let me say it this way. Traditionally, I've been very hesitant to come to the table and ask for resources because I never want to perpetuate a sense of those folks over there or those communities are always coming with the handout, right? Um, there are legitimate needs in the city, to your point, that we can easily um, put blinders up and, and, and just not lean into. But those needs are real. And though many of those needs are urgent and many of those needs are foundational, things that we take for granted. So uh, the first thing, Michael, that can get in the way is if these resources don't surface. And the let me say it this way as well. If these resources don't surface, some of them with a sense of immediacy. Why am I saying that? Because for four vetted relationships, and that's why I'm starting with eight, whereby I understand that these aren't people just looking for a handout. These are people who are in this fight, legitimately doing leadership development, legitimately supporting mentorship, artistic, creative leaders who are willing to think outside of the box to do what's in the best interest for these kids. These are the type of leaders that are represented with these eight schools. And I just venture to believe that almost any resource that they can ask for, we as the body of Christ can be a solution for. I believe that without any doubt. So especially when there's immediate needs, 
If we take in all data, finding resources, we're going to lose credibility. And that's why for three, four years, I had to figure out who's on my team, who's in my corner. It's not always about um, the how. Most of the time, it's about the who, right? So like, who, 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 who is here? I got great confidence. When you think of Together Chicago team, when I think of church partners like Holy Trinity and others, we got the who. But are we willing to let go sacrificially of some of those resources to be a blessing to these schools? That's the question. Here's the it's Michael. <laughs> Michael, he couldn't say top one. He said two. All right. So here's the second one. The second thing that's going to get in the way, if, if it remains and sustains, is inactivity. 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 We can't sit on the sidelines and anticipate or expect that somebody else is going to get in that, get in there and, and, and do something. And guess what? I'm not even here telling you what to do and how to do, but I'm telling you to do. We all can do something if the Holy Spirit is nudging you in that way. And if the Holy Spirit, you know, is nudging and, and, and saying go, and you have a process starting with catalytic events, that's going to help you with onboarding. Um, the second thing, based on my lived experience working with the church, that's going to hinder growth, get in the way of us growing influence across this city, impacting change across this city, is the church staying immobilized and not getting engaged. I don't say that in a critical way. I don't mean to say that to cast judgment. I just say that based on my lived experience. Thank you for sharing honestly with us. I really do appreciate that, Damien. And I'm going to close this out here and uh, might as well just go ahead and share. This is in your um, in the chat, the, the link for this event coming up uh, April 29th um, for that fundraiser. And just as a, a practical step that, that Damien was mentioning, uh, what it looks like to maybe put our foot in the ring and, uh, and, and ask the Lord how he might have us uh, be part uh, of this work. And I think no matter what, this, this raises our, again, awareness and um, uh, yeah, desire to, um, to ask the Lord to, to work in our schools, to provide those resources, um, to support uh, the men and women who are, who the Lord has, has given uh, to our schools um, and uh, to, yeah, to see his work done there and, and his kingdom come. Um, Damien, what a, a privilege, um, blessing it's been to, to spend this hour with you. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, any, any closing word that you want to say as we wrap up here? I've already shared that I am just massively elated and excited that you all afforded me this opportunity to be vulnerable and to share my heart in this space. I never take that for granted. And I just really, um, in a genuine way, wish and pray God's favor and his grace upon everybody who showed up here today. Thank you all for your energy. Thank you all for your engagement. And I thank you in advance for um, any way that you all might feel led to support Together Chicago and um, our education efforts for the sake and for the good of God's uh, people in our city, and then ultimately for his glory. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Damien. Thanks so much, everyone, for, for being with us. Uh, again, for those who are watching later, um, yeah, it's been just a privilege to, to learn from Together Chicago and, and the work that God is doing across our city. These will be available for re replay up on our YouTube channel. You can find it on our website as well. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch about upcoming events. So have a great afternoon. Thanks so much, everyone.